Keep the Torah, podcast number 9. Shabbat Shalom, the peace of the Sabbath to you, according to the commands in in Exodus 20, verses 8 through 11. Welcome to KTT number 9. We are grateful to have you as a listener. We think you're open for truth, even if it may be controversial or unpopular, and that may be why you're still tuning in. In our last episode, KTT number 8, we covered the following, reading Deuteronomy 31, also a warning about Christmas and how it came from the worship of the Babylonian gods, also who is the firstborn of Elohim? Exodus 4.22-23 says that Yisrael is the firstborn. Today we will cover a few topics. Righteousness doesn't transfer. If Christians believe the New Testament, why aren't they doing it? Song of Moshe, Deuteronomy 32. Hatue, in the time of the Spanish Inquisition, refused to submit to the Catholic God of the Spaniards. We'll go ahead and get right into it. Righteousness Doesn't Transfer by J.J.D. Peterson A startling surprise should be in store for the Christians who have been taught to grab hold of a supposed righteous man in order to cover for their unrighteous deeds known as sin. While there are many incompatibilities with Christianity in Deuteronomy 24.16, Exodus 32.31-33, and Ezekiel 18.20, we have yet found another major discovery in Ezekiel 14 which strengthens the incompatibilities. No righteous person pays for the sin of another. His righteousness or sin is upon himself. I will post the verse sections here for your convenience, but I beg you to give it careful study yourself. Ezekiel 14, 12-20 And the word of Yahuwah came again to me, saying, Son of man, when a land sins against me to commit a trespass, and I shall stretch out my hand against it, and cut off its supply of bread, and send scarcity of food on it, and cut off man and beast from it, 14, even though these three men, Noach, Daniel, and Iob, were in it, they would deliver only themselves by their righteousness declares the Master Yahuwah. 15. If I cause an evil beast to pass through the land, and it shall bereave it, and it shall be a wasteland, so that no man passes through because of the beasts. 16. Even though these three men were in it, as I live, declares the Master Yahuwah, they would deliver neither sons nor daughters. They alone would be delivered. But the land be a wasteland. 17. Or if I bring a sword on that land, and I shall say, Sword, go through the land, and I shall cut off 
man and beast from it. 18. Even though these three men were in its midst, as I live, declares the Master Yahuwah, they would deliver neither sons nor daughters, for they alone would be delivered. 19. Or if I send a pestilence into the land, and I shall pour out my wrath on it in blood, to cut off from it man and beast. 20. Even though Noach, Daniel, and Eob were in it, as I live, declares the Master Yahuwah, they would deliver neither son nor daughter. They would deliver their own lives by their righteousness. The idea that someone would live a righteous life and pay for your sin is actually rejected by the original scriptures. If a person is believing on a righteous man to pay for their sin, perhaps they are doing so in ignorance of those scriptures. May we not forget that God saved Lot from Sodom and Amorah before their destruction. Genesis 19.29 Another parallel point I see here is that if these three righteous men, Noach, Daniel, and Eob, or Job, were indeed righteous, as the scriptures say, then why wouldn't people be worshipping and trusting them to forgive them for their sin? After all, they came long before the Christian Messiah did. If you prepared for an exam by study and preparation, but your friend goofed off and cheated, yet both of you get the same grade, wouldn't that be totally unfair? Who deserves the good grade, the cheater or the person who studied? The idea that we can sin and cheat our way around righteousness is stemming from the same concept. You didn't study? It's okay. Here's the cheat codes. It's not fair that Adolf Hitler, who killed six million Jews, would be seated with righteous people in the kingdom to come. If that is how unjust the New Testament makes God out to be, I must reject the New Testament and its contradicting claims. Conclusion As you can see, no righteous person pays for the sin of other people. The New Testament claims the very opposite, which should immediately reveal that it is not the Word of God. If Christians believe the New Testament, why aren't they doing it? By J.J.D. J. Peterson If Christianity holds to the belief that Christ had the authority of God to give orders, how come Christians aren't obeying those orders? Matthew 19.21 J.S. said to him, If you wish to be perfect, go sell what you have and give to the poor and you shall have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. The essential idea is then said in Mark 10.21 and Luke 18.22. My wife and I sold nearly everything we had and set out to help the poor when we believed the New Testament Messiah. 
If Christians believe, love, and place so much faith on a New Testament Messiah, why aren't they doing what he said? Luke 6.46 But why do you call me Master, Master, and do not do what I say? One is left to contemplate. If they haven't sold what they have and given to the poor, then how will they have treasure in heaven? Shabbat Shalom, Deuteronomy 32, 1-52, Song of Moshe. Shabbat Shalom, the peace of the Sabbath to you from the Philippines, this 27th day of the seventh moon of Tishri, or Tishri, and the 5,780th year of creation. I do these weekly studies or readings not because I want to be a teacher, but because the nations should hear of the light of Torah. I wouldn't think it right to call myself a rabbi, as I have much to learn, and I am not at all sure I am from any of the tribes, let alone the Leviites. The world needs to know the Torah of the Elohim of Israel, so that they may know how to serve the only God, the Elohim of Israel. Recently, someone questioned my knowledge and basically implied that unless I follow rabbis, I'm ignorant and unfit to preach. Those weren't the direct words, but that was the idea. While I do get many useful verses from rabbis, which has helped our claims against the fraud of the New Testament, the conversion didn't happen with the help of any rabbi. It was the scriptures themselves that testified for I would have rejected the rabbis before such a time anyway, as Christians are led to despise anyone who doesn't call J.S. their savior. Four years ago, I was challenged about Christmas being idolatry and separated my way from it. Jeremiah 10 Was I led by a rabbi? Are Baptist preachers called rabbis? Of course not. It was a Baptist pastor that taught where Christmas came from. My point is that we can be led to truth with the scriptures themselves or others in their journey to truth. Rabbis are helpful and should guide, but to say one can't come to understand truth without one is not being realistic, nor does it match my conversion story. Today's reading in Debarim, or Deuteronomy 32, the Song of Moshe. Reading out of the Tanakh, 1917, and I've taken some of the um, the words like Lord and God and turned them back into uh, Yahuwah and Elohim. Verse 1, Give ear, ye heavens, and I will speak, and let the earth hear the words of my mouth. 2. My doctrine shall drop as the rain, my speech shall distill as the dew, as the small rain upon the tender grass, and as the showers upon the herb. 3. For I will proclaim the name of Yahuwah, ascribe ye greatness unto our Elohim. 4. The rock, his work is perfect, 
for all his ways are justice, an Elohim of faithfulness and without iniquity, just and right is he. 5. Is corruption his? No. His children's is the blemish, a generation crooked and perverse. 6. Do ye thus requite Yahuwah? O foolish people and unwise, is not he thy father that hath gotten thee? Hath not hath he not made thee and established thee? 7. Remember the days of old, consider the years of many generations. Ask thy father, and he will declare unto thee, thine elders, and they will tell thee. 8. When the Most High gave to the nations their inheritance, when he separated the children of men, he set the borders of the peoples according to the numbers, or the number of the children of Israel. 9. For the portion of Yahuwah is his people, Yaakov, the lot of his inheritance. 10. He found him in the desert land and in the waste, a howling wilderness. He compassed him about. He cared for him. He kept him as the apple of his eye. 11. As an eagle that stirreth up her nest, hovereth over her young, spreadeth abroad her wings, taketh them, beareth them on her pinions. 12. Yahuwah alone did lead him, and there was no strange God with him. 13. He made him ride on the high places of the earth, and he did eat the fruitage of the field, and he made him to suck honey out of the crag, and oil out of the flinty rock. 14. Curd of kine, and milk of sheep, with fat of lambs, and rams of the breed of Bashan, and he goats, with the kidney fat of wheat, and of the blood of the grape thou drankest foaming wine. 15. But Jeshurun, or Israel, waxed fat and kicked. Thou didst wax fat, thou didst grow thick, thou didst become gross. And he forsook Elohim who made him, and condemned the rock of his salvation. 16. They roused him to jealousy with strange gods, with abominations did they provoke him. 17. They sacrificed unto demons. No L's, L's that they knew not, new L's that came up of late, which your fathers dreaded not. 18. Of the rock that begot thee, thou wast unmindful, and didst forget Elohim that bore thee. 19. And Yahuwah saw and spurned because of the provoking of his sons and his daughters. 20. And he said, I will hide my face from them, I will see what their end shall be. For they are a very forward generation, children in whom is no faithfulness. 21. They have roused me to jealousy with a no L. They have provoked me with their vanities, and I will rouse them to jealousy with a no people. I will provoke them with a vile nation. 22. For a fire is kindled in my nostril, and burneth unto the depth of the nether world and devoureth the earth with her produce, and setteth ablaze the foundations of the mountains. 23. I will heap evils upon them, I will spend mine arrows upon them. 24. The wasting of hunger, and the devouring of the fiery bolt, and bitter destruction, and the teeth of beasts will I send upon them, with the venom of crawling things of the dust. 25. Without shall the sword be reeve, 
and in the chamber's terror, slaying both young man and virgin, the suckling with the man of gray hairs. 26. I thought I would make an end of them. I would make their memories cease from among men. 27. Were it not that I dreaded the enemy's provocation, lest their adversaries should misdeem, lest they should say, Our hand is exalted, and not Yahuwah hath wrought all this, or worked all this. 28. For they are a nation void of counsel, and there is no understanding in them. 29. If they were wise, they would understand this. They would discern their latter end. 30. How should one chase a thousand and two put ten thousand to flight, except their rock had given them over, and Yahuwah had delivered them up? 31. For their rock is not as our rock, even our enemies themselves being judges. 32. For their vine is of the vine of Sodom, and of the fields of Amorah. Their grapes are grapes of gall. Their clusters are bitter. 33. Their wine is the venom of serpents, and the cruel poison of asps. 34. Is not this laid up in store with me, sealed up in my treasuries? 35. Vengeance is mine, and recompense, against the time when their foot shall slip. For the day of their calamity is at hand, and the things that are to come upon them shall make haste. 36. For Yahuwah will judge his people, and repent himself for his servants, when he seeth that their stay is gone, and there is none remaining, shut up or left at large. 37. And it is said, Where are their elves, or gods, the rock in whom they trusted? 38. Who did eat the fat of their sacrifices, and drank the wine of their drink offering? Let him rise up and help you. Let him be your protection. 39. See now that I, even I, am he, and there is no L with me. I kill and I make alive. I have wounded and I heal, and there is none that can deliver out of my hand. 40. For I lift up my hand to heaven and say, As I live forever. 41. If I wet my glittering sword and my hand take hold on judgment, I will render vengeance to mine adversaries, and I will recomp- and will recompense them that hate me. 42. I will make mine arrows drunk with blood, and my sword shall devour flesh with the blood of the slain and the captives, from the long-haired heads of the enemy. 43. Sing aloud, O ye nations of his people, for he hath doth for he doth avenge the blood of his servants, and doth render vengeance to his adversaries, and doth make expiation for the land of his people. That's the end of the song. Continuing on with Devarim, Deuteronomy 32, verses 44 to 47. And Moshe came and spoke all the words of this song in the ears of the people, he and Hoshea, or Joshua, the son of Nun. 45. And when Moshe made an end of speaking all these words to all Israel, 46, he said unto them, Set your heart unto all the words wherewith I testify against you this day, that ye may charge your children therewith to observe to do all the words of this law. 47. For it is no vain thing for you, because it is your life, and through this thing ye shall prolong your days upon the land. 
whether you go whether you go over the Jordan to possess it. Devarim, Deuteronomy thirty-two, verses forty-eight to fifty-two. And Yahuwah spoke unto Moshe that selfsame day, saying, forty-nine, Get thee up into this mountain of Ab- Abaram, unto Mount Nebo, which is in the land of Moab, that is over against Jericho. And behold the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel for a possession. 50. And die in the mount whither thou goest up, and be gathered unto thy people as a heron thy brother died in Mount Hor, and was gathered unto his people. 51. Because ye trespassed against me in the midst of the children of Israel at the waters of Meribah, Kadesh, in the wilderness of Zin, because ye sanctified me not in the midst of the children of Yahuwah. 52. For thou shalt see the land afar off, but thou shalt not go thither into the land which I give the children of Israel. Here ends the reading. Hatui, in the time of the Spanish conquests, refused to submit to the god of the Spaniards. I feel this is important to read. The Spanish made conquests throughout the world, even the Philippines. But in the case of Hatui, the Spaniards were trying to take over Hispaniola or I guess Cuba more specifically I'd like to read a little bit from Wikipedia on Hatui Hatui died February 2nd 1512 was a Taino Cossack chief originally from the island of Hispaniola, or the island of Haiti and Dominican Republic, who lived in the early 16th century and fled to Cuba during the Spanish conquest. He has attained legendary status for leading a group of the natives in a fight against the invading Spaniards, and thus becoming one of the first fighters against colonialism in the New World. He is celebrated as Cuba's first national hero. The 2010 film Even the Rain includes a cinematic account of Hatui's execution. History. In 1511, Diego Valesquez set out from Hispaniola to conquer the island of Cuba, Taino name recorded by Columbus. He was preceded, however, by Hatui who fled Hispaniola with a party of 400 in canoes and warned some of the native people of eastern Cuba about what to expect from the Spaniards. Bartolome de las Casas later attributed the following speech to Hatui. He showed the Taino of Keobana a basket of gold and jewels, saying, 
Here is the God the Spaniards worship. For these they fight and kill. For these they persecute us. And that is why we have to throw them into the sea. They tell us, these tyrants, that they adore a God of peace and equality, and yet they usurp our land and make us their slaves. They speak to us of an immortal soul and of their eternal rewards and punishments, and yet they rob our belongings, seduce our women, and violate our daughters. Incapable of matching us in valor, these cowards cover themselves with iron that our weapons cannot break. Quote. The Tainos chief in Cuba did not respond to Hatui's message, and few joined him to fight. Hatui resorted to guerrilla tactics against the Spaniards and was able to confine them for a time. He and his fighters were able to kill at least eight Spanish soldiers, eventually using mastiffs and torturing the native people for information, the Spaniards succeeded in capturing him. On February 2, 1512, he was tied to a stake and burned alive at Yara, near the present-day city of Bayamo. Before he was burned, a priest asked Atui if he would accept Jesus and go to heaven. Las Casas recalled the reaction of the chief. Atui, thinking a little, asked the religious man if Spaniards went to heaven. The religious man answered, Yes. The chief then said without further thought that he did not want to go there, but to hell, so as not to be where they were and where he would not see such cruel people. This is the name and honor that God and our faith have earned. I'll just stop there. Why would anyone want to serve a god of the Spaniards who did such evil things? And Hatui knew what they were there for. Gold, resources, things of value. And likewise, Europeans coming to America and taking over a land and feeding the Indians smallpox diseases knowing that it would kill them and wipe them out who don't have immune systems if they were following the Torah they wouldn't have done that to people they would have been happy getting land that had no dwellers or people living on it. And oh, they had to take out people that were on the land. And whoever does that, and they come to you and say, yes, convert to our God, I think I might say the same. No, thank you. I would rather go to hell than to go to heaven where you're going according to your God and your religion. Anyhow, I'll just leave it there.
Well, that's all we have today. We thanks, thanks for joining us. And if you want to reach us, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash jordan.ann.peterson. There's no E in Ann. Or you can write us to our email at keep.the.torah at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us, and um, we look forward to um, seeing you next time. All right. May Yahuwah be with you. Bye-bye.